0: Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show where we discuss movies, games, and TV shows in addition to kinda whatever, mainly we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Holden Sutter, joined by my co-host, Jimmy Youthy.
1: You know, then literally until 10 seconds ago, I forgot we were doing Mulan this week. <laughs> because, <laughs> spoiler alert, that's what the episode's on. But is it really? No, I would say it's more of a news episode. Yeah. We're, yeah. I've just seen a lot better things uh, than that since then, and a lot of news this week.
0: So, stay tuned. Yeah, uh, as Jimmy did spoil, we've got a great episode for you this week featuring our review of Mulan, but also an episode of Mandalorian that I can't remember the chapter. It's 15, Fifteen? All right, 15. Cool.
1: That one movie podcast. (laughs) Tom. But first, Jimmy, we've got to do Toms. Oh, man, so many Toms this week. A whole room full of Thomases. So many Toms. (laughs)
0: The Toms, the Toms! The Toms! The Toms! Toms is a rapid-fire segment where we rate the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms, Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw is the highest, Bombadil's the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Jimmy, let's get to it. Let's get started, Hold on. Let's uh, shotgun this thing. We got a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I texted Jimmy yesterday. I typed up these notes yesterday, and typically I have, you know, page and a half, maybe at most two pages worth of notes. This is, uh... This is three and a half pages today of notes.
1: And Holden's so, never written an essay that long, so no, wow,
0: certainly not. Um, so it's it, this is going to be kind of organized weird. Most of this is because of uh, Disney's big investor call or shareholders call they had earlier this um, this week. Um, so it's gonna be. This is gonna be organized weird. I've kind of clumped in some other news alongside the the uh, Disney sh- uh, call news, and I'll make sure to mention that when it happens. Just call first, it the, I want
1: Holden just called the Disney dump. The Disney just, dump. There they we just go. Dumped
0: stuff. <laughs> uh, but first, I do want to run through a f- some new release dates that were announced. Uh, this was outside of the Disney call, even though these are all Disney films that <laughs> that we're talking about. Uh, the King's Man has been pushed back a month to March twelfth. 2021 uh free guy finally got a new release date of may 21st 2021 uh and the last dragon officially got put on march 5th 2021 and then a few marvel movies got uh delayed uh thor love and thunder got pushed back to may 6th 2022 which was which took black panther 2's spot which got pushed back to july 8th 2022 and black panther 2 took captain marvel 2's spot uh, would and that got pushed back to November 11th. Yeah. Do we, do we have a Black Widow date yet? No. Mm. Yeah. That's in, I don't, I don't have it listed here. It is in May sometime, but I'm pretty sure we do have one that's listed.
1: <laughs> Black Widow is coming out in May.
0: Yes. That's right. what we know. Wow. That's uh,
1: a long time after it was supposed to come out.
0: Yeah. Do you have uh, anything to say about those release dates?
1: No, I do not. All right. Although I will say they're making seven more Kingsman movies or whatever.
0: What? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, we can cover that now. I did have that later. Uh, So, yeah, um, it was announced this week. Uh, I don't know. I think it was one of the maybe it was Matthew Vaughn who said this, uh, who's been the director of the last two Kingsman movies. But he said that there are seven more Kingsman movies in the works. Uh, in addition, I think in addition to the Kingsman, I don't think that's necessarily counted in that. Um, but then there's also a Kingsman TV series and maybe some other uh, projects in development uh, within that universe that aren't directly tied to Kingsman. So <laughs> it was it was kind of like, why? <laughs> yeah. Jimmy texted me that and he was just like, why are they doing this?
1: <laughs> I don't even really like the first one. I know people like that movie. It's fine. It gets a little different. I like how it's a little unique, but I I don't love it. We're getting seven more of these suckers. We've already had... (laughs) We're about to have
0: three of them. Well, I find it interesting because, like, yeah, people really like the first one. I do quite like the first one. But the second one came out, and it did decent at the box office, but it did worse, and people didn't like it as much. So why does that... Why does those two movies prove that we can hold seven more movies? And I don't see many people, like like hyped for the king's man. So <laughs> no, I I don't understand. That's a bombadil. Yeah, bombadil. Okay, now for the Disney dump. Um so this was kind of interesting. This Disney dump came out of nowhere pretty much. I think it was maybe talked about the day before it happened.
1: I was going to say like I had no clue this ha- like I didn't know if I was just since I've been working a lot if I was just out of the loop, but I was like to me, I was like, I knew months in advance of like DC fandom's coming up, like hype it up. This is yeah. like well, where did this stuff come on? come from?
0: This is like bigger than D twenty three until it was. Of what, like in what they announced. It's it's pretty incredible. Um this, this is, this is th-
1: like the South Park episode where Randy eats PF Changs for fourteen straight days <laughs> <laughs> and then he has the Disney dump.
0: That's right. They uh this happened the same night as the game awards too which we'll probably talk about a little bit later but I, this just completely overshadowed that at least i at least to us i think just I did, this was a lot more exciting. i did
1: not know the results of the game awards until like three days later or two <laughs> days later because of the Disney dump.
0: We'll, we'll talk about that later. But anyway, uh, so I started out, uh, clumped all the Marvel stuff to get, uh, together, clumped all the Star Wars stuff together, and clumped everything else just kind of in a miscellaneous section at the end. Uh, so let's start with Poopery. the Marvel stuff.
1: Way to, way to, way to clump the dump, Holden.
0: Yeah, uh, so we got a few trailers first to talk about. Uh, first, we got our first look at What If. Mm-hmm. um the animated project that's coming to disney plus a tv sh- series that's kind of a uh what if something different happened in the mcu and it's all different now these aren't going to be uh connected are they they're no i think they i think they're standalone episodes um but it's like what if black panther was star lord instead of peter quill what if uh uh agent carter was captain britain instead of steve rogers becoming captain america what if there were Marvel zombies? That kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it looked cool. Uh, animation style is interesting. Um, I'm not in love with how it looks, but it's unique, so I'll I'll definitely give it a chance. I'm I'm curious to see them do all of these like weird uh, stories, just in giving them their own little one-shot thing on Disney+. Plus. I think it's already confirmed for a second season, too, so I'm sure we'll get a lot of different types of stories. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Jimmy?
1: I'll say Bergeron. I'll watch the good ones, if
0: right. there are any. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, then we can talk about the Loki trailer. Yep. Uh, that happened. Um, it didn't say at the end of the trailer, but apparently it has been confirmed since that it's coming out in May. Um, So the Loki miniseries coming out on Disney Plus in May. Uh, it takes place at after the events of Endgame when he takes the Tesseract and kind of just disappears in the middle of Endgame. Where did he go? No one knows until now. Um, and yeah, Owen Wilson's in it. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, wow. Uh, he's got a cool mustache. Um, seems kind of like a weird heist film um
1: and so this is a limited series it's not a full-blown series it's a limited series yes yeah okay good because i'm like if this is a if they're gonna do multiple seasons of this i'm i'm not really interested but if it's a limited series i might be
0: yeah i honestly the trailer for this i thought looked kind of interesting there was a lot of weird i mean it didn't tell a whole lot of what the plot was going to be but visually it had a lot of interesting things happening um Owen Wilson's a member of the Time Variance Authority, which is kind of this they're kind of, I think, intergalactic police that like arrest you and hate you if you mess up timelines and stuff, which since uh, Loki took the Tesseract, I'm sure something happened there. Um, I don't know. I think this could be cool. Tom Hiddleston is good as Loki, so I'm kind of excited. What do you think, Jimmy? Uh, We'll
1: see if it's good. (laughs) That's my, okay. <laughs> that's my, I'm going to, ju- I probably just, your disclaimer, I'm probably just going to berger on every one of these. Cause it's like, I really, none of them are a must watch for me. Cause I'm just okay. like, I don't, I, I like the MCU, but none of these, I'm like, wow, I feel compelled to watch this. Sure. I don't love any of these characters. Like I know some people are real big low key people and. Like that, I, these are all like very lower tier Marvel characters
0: for me. So I'll say uh, Bergeron. Okay. I'll give it a Broca. I'm excited for this one. Uh, and then the last one was Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which got a confirmed release date of March 19th. Um, so not too long after WandaVision, we're actually going to be getting three of these series in relatively quick succession. Um, but I, this was the one I was more lukewarm on and I was, I kind of felt that way from the start just because i mean i i do like the mcu but i mean i was never really interested in falcon and i never really found like bucky interesting after he kind of stopped being evil (laughs) because i kind of liked him when he was like the winter soldier um but i don't know uh daniel Bruhl's coming back as zemo um from reprising his role from civil war um there's other reoccurring people i'm sure it doesn't really show a lot I didn't think the jokes in the trailer were funny.
1: No, I didn't. This felt like earlier Marvel to me. Yeah. Like, this felt like it was 10 years old already or something.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I'll I'll say Bertrand again. Yeah, I'll give this one a Bertrand. Okay, but now into the new stuff. Uh, There was a bunch of new stuff announced for Marvel at this Disney dump. Uh, We got several new uh, Marvel series announced, so we'll kind of walk through them uh, a little quickly one by one. Uh, First one that I uh, wrote down is Secret Invasion, uh, which is a series that follows the scrolls as as they kind of are infiltrating human society. Uh, Ben Mendelsohn and Samuel L. Jackson will return as Ben Mendelsohn's scroll character from Captain Marvel, and obviously Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. Um, and this was kind of something that people thought was going to happen with Captain Marvel, but then the scrolls turned out to be good. So I don't really know, like, what this is. Because if the scrolls are good, then why would they? Like, why would this be an issue? I don't know. Well, Holden. I mean, I like Ben, I like well, Ben Mendelsohn and Sammy J. Though. Well, Holden, if you think about it, any group of
1: people there are good right. apples and bad apples in every apple That's tree. True.
0: That's true. That's true. So
1: we can't be generalizing here. Holman. come on.
0: <laughs> what do you, uh, do you, do you have any feelings on this? Uh,
1: this is more interesting to me than the other ones. Actually. I, I like both Nick Fury and, and Ben Mendelsohn alien scroll guy. So, yeah, he- you know, I'll, it, again, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to watch it day one. I will wait till I hear it's really good. Um, <laughs> So, I, I guess a Bergeron again, but a, 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 a AFV Bergeron over a Dancing with the Stars Bergeron.
0: I'll give this one a Brokaw. Sounds interesting. Um, next up, Ironheart um this is uh is a more recent character in the marvel canon but uh it follows a child prodigy riri williams who kind of follows an iron man's footsteps after his death and kind of takes up mantle as a iron armored superhero of some sort that's kind of all they gave for details of the series uh the actress who will be playing riri is dominique thorne i'm not really familiar with her but uh, that's who it is yeah you have any thoughts on an iron heart series
1: bergeron (laughs) yeah i'll give it a bergeron too like
0: i don't like i don't want to i have no
1: idea whether it's going to be good or not like i'll watch anything if it's amazing (laughs) you know
0: (laughs) wow quote jimmy youthy hey but Um, you know
1: some people it's like i don't like horror movies or i don't like romance movies or i don't like this type of you'll watch anything if it's i'll watch anything okay anything
0: The next series and also I should mention I think
1: torturing turtles like Holden likes to watch. As
0: far as far as I can tell, most of these series are going to be limited. I mean, I'm sure like maybe an Iron Heart, like they could they could make it into a full series, but I I kinda get like a secret invasion would be a a mini series. Can I just say something?
1: Yeah. Way too many shows. This is way too many like why do we have more than 3 shows coming out this year?
0: I was I was going to mention at the end but we can we can just interject it now is I'm worried that they're they're getting a little, their hands a bit full. Yeah,
1: like way oversaturated. And
0: then the problem yeah. is like you all <laughs>
1: you have a connected universe a very intricately connected universe with time travel in it like how is this not gonna just be plot hole mania
0: well yeah and it's like i i feel bad because you're like not everyone is gonna want to watch all the series i mean i probably will but a a lot of people won't and so then they'll be missing out on i'm sure like crucial bits of story that (laughs) just won't make sense in the uh the movies so. I th- yeah, I think for some
1: of the stuff, it'll be like more just like here's a little Easter egg for all the people who've watched them. But yeah, like you said, like some of these, like WandaVision and I mean, the bigger ones, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and uh, Loki, I'm sure they will tie back into the larger MCU stuff, but it's like, I, d- I don't really. I, that's like a TV show is way more in, of an investment than just a Marvel movie. Like, I'll see a yeah. B. C-tier Marvel movie just to stay up to date with it. But I'm not going to watch eight episodes of a show to stay up yeah, to date with it. Yeah,
0: not eight episodes of a C-tier Marvel show.
1: <laughs> like, for me, it's like some of those, like, lower episodes of The Mandalorian. It's like, I can get through these because I, I like this enough. And this is the only Star Wars show on the thing. yeah. But oh, and like,
0: just you wait. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> much more Star Wars coming out, too.
1: And I'm much more excited about those. So,
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so the next one is Armor Wars, um, which the... Bergeron. On. <laughs> Let me just talk about it quick. Uh, it's kind of uh, when Tony Stark's technology has fallen into the wrong hands, which makes me think, for anyone who knows any comic book characters, maybe Crimson Dynamo, who's like a Russian Iron Man. At least I'm pretty... I, I believe that's who Crimson Dynamo is. That makes me maybe think that character. Um, but it's going to have Don Cheadle coming back as War Machine. You said Bergeron i'll go with that one too uh this one was interesting though uh the guardians of the galaxy holiday special is this coming Um, out this next year no this is coming out 2022 because this is going to be yeah it's going to be filmed at the same time as the third film and done by the same cast and crew including uh uh what's his name the director (laughs) james James gunn Gunn. yeah james gunn um so it's going to be done it's probably just going to be a a hour-long thing i would guess um on Disney Plus, but I think that it works with Guardians of the Galaxy, something kind of silly holiday like. I'll give that interested. a I'll give that a bro Yeah, I'll give it a broke out too. Um as far as the one I care about the least, um I am Groot. Um which follows the misadventures of Baby Groot. In between the first two Guardians of the Galaxy films, it's apparently going to be a series of like animated shorts, I think. Um so I highly doubt this is going to be like Crucial watching. for the, No, but for it the might MCU. be the most entertaining. It might be. I'm more inclined. Um, again, the commitment level. Like yeah, the. I don't know. I'll give it a Bergeron. I don't know if it's if it's supposed to be animated or not. I didn't really see so. Uh, then the next thing uh, I, that was all of the brand new. Oh wait, no, there was one more brand new thing. Uh, Fantastic Four. Uh, there's a Fantastic Four movie officially in development uh, by directed by John Watts, um, who's done the last two Spider-Man films. Uh, but that's all we know about it. No release window, no casting news or anything. So I'll give it a Bergeron.
1: The last good Fantastic Four movie we had was The Incredibles. Whoa. <laughs> Um, I've never cared about the Fantastic Four in my life but at Bergeron. So hey, That's man. probably because they haven't made it a good one since the I mean as long as they get
0: John Krasinski as <laughs> Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Um then uh just kind of some more updates on other Marvel movies. The new Ant-Man movie is called Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Which I thought was a really bad title until I was remembering that there's a joke uh, in the second Ant-Man movie about how they just put quantum in front of everything <laughs> in the Marvel universe. So then I was like, okay, it's a little self-aware. Um, but that's coming out in spring 2023. Any thoughts on that?
1: Uh, as someone who's not seen any of
0: the Ant-Man films, Bergeron. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, Christian Bale has been officially confirmed as the villain in Thor 3. He's going to be playing Gore, the God Butcher. This is I Thor don't... 4,
1: holding Thor 3. I oh yeah,
0: Thor 4, 4. You're right. <laughs> I did that Thor Thor 4 3. and 7 years ago. Thor Love and Straight Thunder. nation. Wow, you're so funny. Uh, Thank I don't you. know anything about that Abraham Lincoln. Though, so. Great I'm gonna give... comedian. <laughs> I'm going to give it a bro because Christian Bale
1: yeah sure he'll probably be a <laughs> jerk to the crew but <laughs> i don't, never met christian bale he could be a nice person but that would go against what everybody
0: says about So, and then the last marvel bit finally the last marvel bit we is didn't the, even we didn't talk about the wandavision trailer hold of. i'm not i did i was like we we saw the first trailer we don't need to see the next one that's okay okay i um, would just like
1: to say i'll give that a bergeron
0: too <laughs> okay Um, The She-Hulk series uh, is apparently bringing back Mark Ruffalo as the one and only Hulk, and also Tim Roth as Abomination, and he was Abomination in the Incredible Hulk 2008 movie that's only somewhat canon. Yeah. So, uh, interesting, but I'll give it a Bergeron. I'll give it a Bergeron, too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, onto the stuff you care about, Jimmy, yes. and I'll be able to just drop a bunch of brutes now. Star uh, Wars, Star Wars, nothing stuff. but Star Wars. Anyway, uh, so a bunch of new series. That's pretty much all we have is like new announcements for this. Um, so we'll start out. Uh, Rangers of the New Republic, new series. Uh, it's going to be a spin-off of the Mandalorian, which will kind of follow pilots and soldiers, <coughs> in the in the of the New Republic in the Outer Rim. Um, some people think this may be the Kara the Dune spinoff that's been rumored for a while, but also might not be. Who knows? Uh, what do you think about this, Jimmy? Yeah,
1: this one's not very
0: exciting, Bergeron.
1: I, I, I think <laughs> the, the parts of the Mandalorian I'm least interested about is the New Republic scrap. Yeah. <laughs> Every time they're like, here's the next thing, I'm like, I don't freaking care about Who the cares? political situation of right now. Just baby Yoda and Mando, let's go.
0: That's all we want. Uh, then the next one, uh, which we've kind of kn- known about before, is the Ahsoka series. Uh, this is another spin off of The Mandalorian. And it's going to star Rosario Dawson, uh, reprising her role from The Mandalorian as Ahsoka Tano. Um, and not much is known Is it a spin off the- of The
1: Mandalorian, though? I feel like Ahsoka is not. I mean, she's a spin off. Of- I, mean, I mean, was I it a gonna- backdoor pilot? Yes, but it's not really a spin off yeah. of The Mandalorian.
0: Okay. But- well, it was a backdoor pilot, so I'm going to call it a spin off. Um, And she's probably going to be hunting down Thrawn, which we forgot to mention. I think it was last week that they they name dropped Thrawn and people like that character. Yep. And I he's blue. That's all I yeah, know about him. He's it. blue. Apparently he's a cool villain, but I literally never experienced him in any Star Wars media. So I'll give this a Thomas two thumbs up bro. Got hold and finally some
1: enthusiasm coming out of me. Yeah, I, I really her- like Ahsoka. The more I learn about her character, I like it. I just wish she wasn't in, like, kids' TV shows.
0: So I'll give her a Brokaw as well. Well, the show and her, I guess. Yeah. Um. Then the next one is Andor. Uh, it's going to be... This is what we talked about a while ago about the origin story series for Cassian Andor from Rogue One. It's gonna kinda of talk about how he became a spy for the rebellion and all that jazz. And uh it's going to bring back Alan Tudyk as K two SO and uh Genevieve O'Reilly as Mon Mothma. So, it looks expensive. It, I mean. I didn't I didn't watch the sizzle
1: reel about it. But. Um yeah, they're like hey, we're spending a bajillion, bajillion dollars on this, and I guess it's a limited series, so that's good. I don't want a recurring show with him. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think it was like that zapped. interesting in the movie. I didn't either. <laughs> Frankly, I didn't think any of them were, except for the the Donnie Yen and the other guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like a the show robot about them. Character.
1: Give us shows. I would rather, much rather, have a show about Donnie Yen and machine gun guy than than Cassie and Andor personally
0: that's not the only time we'll talk about Donnie Yen today oh. <laughs> uh next up is the Obi-Wan Kenobi series yes. uh, finally getting Which stuff about that they didn't uh, will it know w- anything about it. no they didn't show anything about it or give us a release date they literally but, just no, it, quoted
1: Ewan McGregor in a I think <laughs> in a tweet
0: uh uh, it's going to be set 10 years after Revenge of the Sith but the big news with this one is that Hayden Christensen is going to come back as Darth Vader for the series I love it <laughs> Thomas two thumbs up Roka and Kathleen Kennedy I think it was Kathleen Kennedy indicated that there's going to be a rematch of sorts between him and Obi-Wan yeah just like point.
1: rematch of the century or something I'm like I don't know if that works with a new hope but I
0: really don't care yeah <laughs> It'd be cool. I want them to be flipping around, prequel style. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just just lots of spinning. <laughs>
1: lots of just standing in a room, six feet apart, both looking at each other, and then just throwing your hands out to use the, the force.
0: Yeah, perfect. I want. I want,
1: I want him to like. cut his hands and arms off again. Or is, <laughs> he <to> be cuts <laughs> off.
0: it'd be. Not it'd again. be funny if they they're on Mustafar again, and he just cuts him <laughs> and leaves him for dead again. <laughs> <laughs> um, that'd be pretty good yeah uh yeah i mean apparently hayden christensen is a good actor it's just the script was really bad for the prequels so uh, maybe if we have a better writer hey i well he's not gonna be
1: like i don't know well they he, he's not gonna do the vader voice though is he i don't he's know. just gonna be a david Prowse, i think sort of body actor and then they can like cut open the helmet and you can see his burnt up face like and you'll be in like rebels. oh my
0: god that's that's Hayden Christensen
1: I want to see him uh, if, well I guess his storyline with Ahsoka is all tied up yeah It'd be cool to see Ahsoka and um, Luke Skywalker Ahsoka and Maul I wish I hadn't wrapped up the freaking Darth Maul thing in Rebels who
0: cares Jimmy
1: Let's get going. Um, Why do they do these (laughs) cool things in kids' shows that I don't want (laughs) to watch?
0: Okay. The next thing is... This is one that I haven't heard talked about a whole lot, but I thought it sounded interesting, was Star Wars Visions. Um, It's going to be an anime series, apparently. Tan standalone episodes uh, created by what they claim the world's leading anime creators. I think each one will be kind of done by a different studio or creator. Uh, And it's going to be like Star Wars through different lenses. And so I think there will be individual kind of like what... I mean, in the same way, what if is individual episodes. I think this will be as well all animated. Sounds interesting to me.
1: Is this like the um legends thing or is that something
0: else or i don't know is this supposed to be legends adaptations did they announce that or, or i mean just kind of like that i don't oh, know i, I maybe I,
1: I don't know i don't i don't remember hearing about this one so sounds in around. i mean i whatever
0: i'll give a broka. sounds interesting uh next one i was this was probably my <laughs> the one i care about the least maybe is the lando series um, there's going to be a Lando Calrissian series. Uh, they didn't confirm if it's going to be Donald Glover Lando or Billy D. Williams Lando. Who knows? Who cares? I don't know. I'm not really. Ex- I mean, I like Lando, but I don't. I can't really see him carrying his own, own series. Yeah. No thanks, uh, Bergeron. Unless Bergeron. I mean, it could be really good. So whatever. Uh, then we have Acolyte. This is the other one that I didn't really hear talked about a whole lot, but this is going to be a series that takes place 200 years before episode 1 during the High Republic era. So I'm kind of surprised not more people are talking about this, because well, everyone... I didn't hear about this one. Yeah, everyone wants this like made. It's apparently going to be a mystery thriller that takes viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers. And it's going to be showrun by the creator of Russian doll, uh, Leslie Headland. Uh, yeah, I mean... That's all. Literally, what I read, uh, I think, no, is I'll the entirety a, of what I'll they give said about that a Broca. That sounds good. Yeah, I'll give it a broca as well. Uh, then I guess I don't care about this one either. Uh, a droid story. Uh, it's going to be a another series. A droid a, story. A Star Wars story. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to star C three PO and R two D two. It's going to be an animated series. Uh, not much else's own uh, own is known. Uh, but it sounds a lot like that really old droids animated series from like the oh, 70s. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, I'll give
1: this a Bergeron.
0: I mean, whatever. Yeah. Too many series. And then we I, we only got one movie announcement out of we all did. of this. Uh, but it's kind of an exciting one, honestly. Uh, Rogue Squadron. Uh, which uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron is a video game. This is not going to be a video game adaptation, but it does take the name from the like old N sixty four game that was really popular. Um, it's going to be coming out in December twenty twenty three. It's actually the next Star Wars movie we're getting, uh, so that's three years away. Who's um, is this? I is this a theatrical release? Star Wars. I movie? think so. That's kind of the vibe I got. Who's um, making it? Uh, Patty Jenkins.
1: Oh, this is the Patty Jenkins one. Yeah, Patty I Jenkins that was a is a different one.
0: No, Patty Jenkins is directing this, and it's uh, she kind of sees it as a tribute to her late fighter, who, or her late father, who was a fighter pilot, uh, and she's she aims to create the greatest fighter pilot movie ever through this. And she also has like a huge love for Star Wars. So,
1: yeah.
0: sounds. I mean, sounds she sounds like she has a lot she, of passion for it. Yeah,
1: it sounds like she's going to be busy between that and Cleopatra.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Those are
1: two. Freaking make Cleopatra, one of the biggest movies of all time, a, reprodu- a remake of that, and then you're going to make the Star Wars movie? I oh, hope this is a more t- smaller Star Wars movie.
0: Me too. Me too. But it sounds interesting. Sounds like a unique take on the Star Wars that we haven't seen yet. Just, you, just give us an Old Republic Star Wars movie.
1: <laughs> In an era that we I'll, really haven't seen before, please. please.
0: I'm gonna give Rogue Squadron a Broca. I think
1: I'll give it a Broca too because Patty Jenkins is pretty good, and apparently, New Wonder Woman is pretty good. So excited!
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's it for Star Wars. Now we're into the miscellaneous section. Yes. Um, poopery. S- <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first thing, uh, which I don't think either of us really care about, but I th- thought it was interesting. Uh, there's a new spinoff of American Horror Story coming to FX called American Horror Stories. Um, and apparently there are going to be 16 standalone episodes that focus kind of more on myths and legends and kind of weird, that kind of stuff.
1: American. Is this the same person who named all the Xboxes? Because that is yeah. a terribly confusing <laughs> name.
0: <laughs> or aliens after alien.
1: Bergeron. <laughs> uh, well, They're standalone episodes? Yeah. That could be good. I'll give that a broke Whatever. Yeah, it sounds kind of interesting. i like little mini kind of Broca. Black Mirror-esque horror things. good.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is another uh, FX on Hulu thing. This is very interesting. Uh, they're making an Alien series. That's right. I did hear this. Um, it's apparently going to be set in the film universe, but it's actually, the show's going to be set on Earth for the first time, and I guess I hadn't realized that there, none of the Alien movies at all go to Earth. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aside from Alien versus Predator, which don't count, um, and it's going to be show run by Noah Hawley, who's the showrunner behind Fargo and Legion, and had been making that Star Trek four before it basically got canceled. Um, so he's really good. I like him a lot. I like Alien. I could be good. Yeah. I'll give it to Broca huh? Me too. Um, and I think that that's just a good example. Oh, you of missed
1: how- you missed one of the Star Wars shows. You missed. What did I miss? um,
0: uh, the clone trooper one. Oh, the well, Bad Batch. The Bad Batch. Well, we had yeah. mentioned that before. I didn't watch the trailer for it. Was there? a uh, release People date are excited. Given? P. I don't remember. People are excited about it though. Yeah, so it could be. Apparently, good. it looks it break, good, then. but I won't watch it until I finish Clone Wars eventually. Um. Okay, and then the next one. This was like the only like original thing on here. Uh, actually that's not true but this is another show uh, called Shogun and I thought it kind of sounded interesting apparently it's going to be Game of Thrones but set in feudal Japan that's what it was Ooh. described as yes so uh, I think this is another FX on Hulu thing um, so Disney flexing their mature muscles on, on Hulu uh, yeah I think it sounds interesting just based I'll on that, that that's like up. literally all that's known so i'll give, I'll give that a broke huh <laughs> me too um i okay so indiana jones 5 is it announced it's coming out in summer 2022 i only put it here because apparently it's the only time disney has confirmed that james mangold is directing it <laughs>
1: <And> it <Harrison laughs> made like a Ford big is, deal they're gonna the film thing. it soon
0: yeah i think so they'd have to but like they made a big deal at this call, and I was like, "Hadn't you already confirmed James Mangold as director?" But apparently not. Um, so I'll give it a Broca, I guess. Yeah, sure, Broca. If um, that movie ever comes out? Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Jimmy <laughs> reboot. Uh, we're getting a reboot. It's going to be an <sighs> animated film uh, modeled after the like artwork of the book. Uh, it's coming to Disney Plus this next year.
1: I do not like that.
0: I would not want to watch a whole movie
1: in that animated
0: style. I don't think I wouldn't either. It seems sort of a bombadil
1: just from that. <laughs> like that seems like that animation style cannot be interesting for an hour and a half. No.
0: Yeah. I'll, you know what? I'll I'll go with a bombadil too. I don't want to watch this. That sounds like a terrible idea. But again, could be good. But I'll give it a bombadil. <laughs> Uh, it was also announced that the new Disney Pinocchio live-action remake, as well as uh, Peter Pan and Wendy, uh, are both going to be dire- uh, released straight to Disney Plus. I think a couple weeks ago we had mentioned that they had been talking about this, but yeah, they they decided Robert Zemeckis wasn't a good uh, <laughs> good bid to have in theaters. <laughs> the I coin
1: guess. came up tails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, sorry, sorry, Bob, this one's going to be a dud. <laughs> Even though Tom Hanks is in it. Well Tom Inks can't save everything. No.
0: Uh yeah, I'll give it a Bergeron.
1: Uh yeah, Bergeron.
0: Uh you ever seen Enchanted, Jimmy?
1: I have with Amy Adams. Wouldn't it um, be great if they're making another one also it, with Amy Adams?
0: Well, I'm glad you I'm glad you just said that, Jimmy, because in fact they are. Amy Adams is coming back for Disenchanted. See what they did there? <laughs> <laughs> See what they did with that title? Oh um, man. Yeah, I've never I seen it. I think they Enchanted. should have called
1: it Enchanted.
0: Yeah, that would have been better, wouldn't it? <laughs> Enchanted I,
1: uh, Series X.
0: <laughs> I know I know like nothing about Enchanted, so I don't is it good, Jimmy? I liked it when I was little. I don't I don't remember
1: it. Would you see a sequel? I don't know. It's a just, <laughs> if it's good, I guess. I'll see it again, Eldon. If it's amazing, I'll see it. I stand by that statement.
0: Okay. Uh Rod. <laughs> there we go.
1: You know, Holm, uh, I feel got, like I'm pretty cuz some people it's like, "Oh, that movie has subtitles. I'm not going to watch it." I feel like I'm 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 not as stupid as I sound when I say that cuz some people are against watching some amazing things.
0: Yeah. Um so next up we have four new Disney Plus series based off of um uh, original Disney films. I I kind of got the vibe that these are going to be like higher production value than a lot of the sequel series that some disney movies get on like the disney channel so maybe this will be like fully cg animated or whatever um but so we're getting baymax i yelled that because it's baymax with an exclamation mark after uh based on the big hero six character coming out in 2022 we have tiana uh which is going to be a long form musical comedy and coming out in 2022 based off of the princess from princess and the frog uh, Moana, a Moana series that I think is just called Moana, at least from what I saw, coming out in 2023, and the one with the worst name is Zootopia Plus, um, based off of Zootopia. Uh, it sounds like a streaming service for my Zootopia. My new favorite,
1: my new favorite streaming ser- service, Zootopia <laughs> Plus.
0: Um, and apparently that one's going to be like an anthology, another anthology series set in the Zootopia world where each one kind of follows a different animal or something. I don't know.
1: I don't think I'm going to watch any of these.
0: Yeah. Uh, none of them sound interesting. So, uh, Bergeron for all of them. Yeah, Bergeron. But for the sake of
1: having a little bit more enthusiasm today, Bombadil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bombadil for the name Zootopia Plus. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, two new uh, Disney original movies coming out with like animated movies. One of them is called, I think it's pronounced i'm probably not pronouncing this right uh iwaju uh i-w-a-j-u what
1: i said bless you (laughs)
0: uh but apparently it's going to be based on an african comic book a very popular one that's a science fiction Mm. um and this is kind of like they made it out to be a big deal just because it's you know it's like set in an african setting and you know disney wants to look very pc and and open even though they probably aren't even though they
1: just don't pay their workers at disneyland
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i mean hey i I mean when i hear set in an african setting in science fiction i just think wakanda but i'm sure it'll be unique and cool
1: Uh, i mean i i like science fiction yeah
0: so cool i'll give it a brokaw i guess because it's original uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just wait and see, Birdrum. All right. Uh, and then the next one is Encanto. Com- and this is actually coming out fall of next year. It's apparently set in Columbia. Um, uh, there's not really a plot released about it. The music's going to be done by Lin-Manuel Miranda, who everyone loves. Um, and it's going to be Disney's 60th full-length musical animated film. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot.
1: And hold on, um, if it's cl- it'd be en- en- encanto.
0: Wouldn't it be funny if it was
1: encanto?
0: Encanto. 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 I'm just it's trying like to bring enchanted. Would that yeah. be <laughs> encantado.
1: Um, that means like enchant. I don't. I don't know. Enchant. Anyway,
0: I uh, whatever. I'll give it a Bergeron. <laughs> it's probably Ber- our, it's probably be good. Yeah, Bergeron then uh the last two bits oh my gosh we are still in the disney dump yeah luckily there's not much after the disney dump uh but two new pixar films announced one is called turning red coming out spring 2022 it's going to follow a tween communism (laughs) (laughs) it's going to follow a tween who apparently turns into a giant red panda every time she gets excited a tween who turns into a giant red panda
1: whenever she gets excited yeah (laughs) well that sounds like a problem that can lead to some interesting events
0: oh man what hijinks will ensue when she's a giant red panda that sounds like a todd episode
1: of bojack horseman (laughs) it
0: does kind (laughs) of uh yeah i mean whatever broke i guess it's it's pixar it's an original
1: pixar movie it's brokaw whatever (laughs) it'll probably be like an eight to a ten out of ten
0: Then the most interesting, the more interest, one of the more interesting bits I saved it to the end is Lightyear. Did you hear this? Oh yeah, I did. Is this a movie or a series? Yeah, this is a movie coming out summer twenty twenty two, and it's not like a Buzz Lightyear movie, but it kind of is because it's apparently going to tell the story of the pilot who inspired Buzz Lightyear in the Toy Story universe, and he this character is going to be voiced by Chris Evans.
1: Like an actual pilot, or like a TV, like the TV show that inspired the toy. I think
0: like an actual pilot. That's the vibe I got. Maybe like an actual hmm. pilot inspired the the f- the toy line. You know TV what TV show? You know,
1: did Pixar. They can seem to pull off pretty much anything. So I guess until they just start yeah. throwing duds everywhere.
0: There I'll were a lot one. of memes online that I was seeing, like, "Oh, Toy uh, like Pixar said they were done with Toy Story sequels, but then they decide to do this."
1: Yeah, so, I, I mean, yeah. I guess I'd rather see something else. But again, it could be
0: amazing. I'll give it a Bergeron. I will too. Okay, we're done with the Disney dump. Wow. But that doesn't mean we're done with Disney news, Jimmy, because we're actually not. That was <laughs> just the end of the news at the event. No. <laughs> uh, so this bit of news... Um. Uh, so... As we said, I think it was last week, Warner Bros is planning to put all of their movies on HBO Max over the next year, no extra charge and everything, simultaneous in theaters. Disney's not doing that. They're instead going to be keep, they're going to still do their premiere access thing, which worked so well with Mulan. Uh there I it hasn't been officially confirmed with every movie this year, but it seems to be kind of what they're leaning towards. It only has been confirmed for Rhea and The Last Dragon so far, which is kind of their first big release of the year. Um so yeah. How are they gonna get people to spend thirty dollars on that movie? I don't
1: know. Like I get I mean Mulan, you can use nostalgia and it's like a big epic looking thing. A brand new movie and you're not it's not gonna happen they'll have to no. drop the price point otherwise it's just, just going to tank
0: just i a warner bros made a really smart at least pr move with the public we'll get into the direct what the director's thinking a little bit but they made a really smart move with that like public opinion and stuff and i just disney is like yeah whatever we'll just make some money i guess <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm going to give it a Bombadil. Yeah, I'll give that a Bombadil.
0: Uh, this this is probably the most exciting news outside of the Disney announcements. And I actually I kind of meant to talk about this with the Marvel stuff. But you'll like this, Jimmy, if you hadn't heard it already. Uh, Spider-Man 3 is really ramping yes. up. Yes. Um, officially confirmed is mm-hmm. alfred molina coming back as dr octopus reprising his role from spider-man 2 the original and, spider-man and 2.
1: silly me i was like wow that's gonna be the top headline this week and toms yeah
0: <laughs> well it was i
1: saw that before and I was like, bob oh chapik just Wait. stood over the toilet and took a big disney dump on us
0: <laughs> if that is his name i bob chapik chapik something bob like that. chapstick <laughs> anyway, this is, like, very exciting. Alfred Molina was so good as Doc Ock. I mean, Spider-Man 2 is often considered, or is considered by many still to be the best Spider-Man movie. I don't know if it's, I mean, I think Spider-Verse is probably my favorite at this point. Didn't,
1: but. Uh, I don't know if he, isn't Kirsten Dunst also confirmed?
0: Uh, it's not confirmed. I also had written like here rumor? that uh, there's some strong, yet uh, technically unconfirmed rumors of other castings this week. Uh, Toby Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, and Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. This could be awesome.
1: so good. This is going to be such a nostalgia overload. Watch it. What if it's just like eight minutes of the movie?
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and then the other one that I we had mentioned in the past, but there were some more strong rumors coming out about it, is uh, Charlie Cox as Daredevil. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Coming back. Uh, but there was some more stuff about that this week, too. Uh, he, he played Daredevil in the Netflix series that I I adore so much.
1: See this sort of Spider Verse thing? I would like a series on that. I mean, I yeah, know that's right? basically impossible with all these actors.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that'd be that cost so much money just with actor salaries alone.
1: Yeah, but that's a Thomas two thumbs up broke off from this guy. Oh yeah,
0: I'm I'm excited for this. Um, and I think this is I I had another couple things after this one, but I think I'll just skip it because of how long we're going. But this one, I I kind of mentioned earlier, a lot of directors are unhappy with. Uh, Warner Bros decision to put things on HBO Max one of the most outspoken this week I mean Christopher Nolan kind of said the same Christopher Nolan (laughs) things he usually says so I didn't really niff that down Uh, but the other one was like those
1: uh, hacks at Warner Brothers (laughs) cheapo he just railed on them they like Uh, he basically just called them idiots (laughs) and and he wasn't even that much it wasn't even like that paraphrased he's just like these why are you so stupid and short-sighted you fools
0: yeah The one that I I, I put a quote down for was Denis Villeneuve. He came out because obviously he has Dune coming out this year, and so he's unhappy. And this is the quote that he said. With this decision, AT&T has hijacked one of the most respectable and important studios in film history. There's absolutely no love for cinema nor for the audience here. It is all about the survival of a telecom mammoth, one that is currently bearing an astronomical debt of more than $150 billion. Therefore, even though Dune... Er, wait, therefore, even though Dune is about cinema and audiences, at and is about its own survival on Wall Street. With HBO Max's launch a failure thus far, at decided to sacrifice Warner Bros. entire 21-21 slate in a desperate attempt to grab the audience's attention. He also has said that, he, he also said in this, like, same interview that he says Dune is, like, the best movie he's ever made. Wow.
1: I'll, you so. know, Denny, I'll see it in theaters for you, man. <laughs> I'll go
0: yeah I'll I there. mean I'm planning on seeing this in theaters I get why they're upset but like I mean what are you gonna do <laughs> like it's unfortunate like uh, that, I mean their movies are coming out during this time but like looking at it from Warner Bros perspective they do need money or like because I mean it is a big corporation but they still need the liquid capital and stuff so putting it on a streaming service is better than not getting any money from the movie.
1: Look, if this is what they need to do in order to keep making the movies filmmakers want to make. Good. That's yeah. what I say. The I people think- it's not like the people who really want to see it in theaters are not going to be able to see it in theaters. Exactly. At that point next year. So like the people who are going to see it on their small screen are people who probably either just can't see it on a big screen and just really do want to see it. Or, or wouldn't see it anyway. Or wouldn't, or, or yeah, or just like wouldn't care about seeing, like, yeah. they're not the the audience that you're making this movie for necessarily, so. Exactly.
0: Like,
1: I think you just gotta let that go, and I mean, I see why it's hard, and you want like this big communal experience, but it'll be okay.
0: Yeah. Just let me watch Tom and Jerry at home. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, you got to see Tom and Jerry on the big <laughs> screen. When there's I- anvil lands on his head, you got to see it on the big <laughs> oh my screen.
0: Gosh, that is an auditory experience for the theater.
1: Yeah. Okay. all right.
0: That's it for we're finally done with Tom's. We're not Jenny. though cuz we have
1: not we have not mentioned the game awards at all. We need to oh. at least touch these things cuz these were pretty, okay. So last of us part 2 won a lot of game awards things including best or game of the year whatever they call it. Yeah. I guess I'm a little surprised. I think people liked Ghost of Tsushima a little more. I guess it probably wasn't as polished from a technical standpoint. I haven't played it yet winter break. I do
0: think well, I think like a lot of the hate from Last of Us comes from a vocal minority though.
1: I mean, like, but like I don't I don't think people Lo- it's not. It's definitely not as universally beloved as the first one. I don't think it's no. that much of a minority. Like the hate, hate is a minority. Yeah, but like I think a lot of people played it and just said, "Yeah, that wasn't. a... I didn't like that one as much as the first one." Yeah. Because I mean, we no. Were both yeah, in I agree. That that's camp. probably it. That's that's probably like, we didn't hate it. Appear. Like we just didn't love it. Like mm-hmm. what? I don't think it. I mean, from a technical standpoint, again, ten out of ten. I think it's amazing. But like from a the rest of it like the story and the actual experience i don't think it's game of the year caliber for me
0: yeah i don't know i mean i i don't know i i thought it was cool that hades was on there hades has been getting a lot of traction but yeah uh
1: and then among us one mobile game so
0: yeah which is weird because that game's old (laughs) like it was from like 2018 oh yeah that's right
1: Um, um but oh we and also
0: also uh what's her name who played Abby got best performance yeah which i I'm sure a lot of the a lot of folks online were unhappy about yeah
1: and who cares um <laughs> good for her uh I meant who cares about the people who are unhappy not yeah. for her winning the award that's very nice for her good for her um although who does other, care
0: about the game awards
1: some people I don't know I didn't I watched it one year or part of it I don't not the uh, last of us just won a lot of things so um the other thing we should just touch a little bit on this how oh, cyberpunk is just a broken game on consoles right now, <laughs> on the current gen consoles and PlayStation I saw this today is actually giving refunds to people right now oh good i um,
0: you know i was not going to like be interested in this game unless it got unless i was just hearing like universally great things but this is certainly not that. It's pretty divided. Uh, fans are pretty divided on it. Critics seem to like it a lot more, kind of I don't think it's as stark of a contrast as like last of us, but I didn't know um, the
1: fans were so divided on it. Yeah, is, is it just because of the bugs or the
0: actual like, game? I think it's because of the bugs and it's just kind of broken on consoles. I'm sure the console fans are a lot more against it than the PC. Well, it's considering
1: hard. you need a, a high end PC or a, a next gen console, which very few people have. Yeah. Um you can't play it very right? <laughs> you cannot <laughs> play like, it well, at addict- yeah. like you can't play it above twenty five frames per second. So Yeah,
0: I can't see myself playing this ever, honestly.
1: I could see myself playing it in the summer when they patch it all up and I have a PS five. And it gets good go. reviews. And the next gen version is out. Um, and it's on sale. Um, but it, it's definitely like I don't need a day one thing for me. No, but um, yeah. Well, you don't. Even, you still haven't even picked up The Witcher Three, so.
0: Yeah. Well, I would. I would sooner probably play Witcher Three.
1: Yeah. Um. So I just wanted to mention that because that's been a a big topic. So that's a bombadil. They. I mean, I get it. They del- imagine if they released this game when they were supposed to. Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Literally unplayable,
1: um, and and I like I wonder how much of that the pandemic had played a role, and and then them just needing to release it maybe from a financial standpoint. Um, so, give them grace for that, I guess. Um, yeah. So uh, that that's that's it for Tom's. Finally, my goodness. <laughs> On to the Mandalorian. <laughs>
0: Chapter fifteen. The I don't remember what it's called.
1: The, what is this What's one this? called? The, the the one where they shoot the guy who's <laughs> <laughs> definitely the, an Imperial guy.
0: The Bill Burr one. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Um The one where the, the, the Empire is good for the first half.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. This is I spoilers. Uh, I liked the concept of this episode, I think, more than the actual execution of it.
0: Does I thought I... Well, no, say what you're going to say, actually. I was just going to ask, does that, like, make sense? Yeah, I agree uh, to an extent. It's... I think I liked this episode more than I thought I would, and maybe more than I should, because it didn't really do a lot. It didn't really accomplish a whole lot. Um, at least in the overarching plot. Um but I kind of had a good time with it. I think I'm still riding on the highs of the last few like great episodes. And so having one in here that's maybe not quite up to that standard doesn't bother me. It's it to me it's
1: definitely better than the first three episodes.
0: I'd say first two, yes. <laughs> um because I am still a fan of that third episode.
1: Uh, or maybe 2 and 3 it might be more so on par for the first episode for me i like i liked some of the ideas in it of like the kind of the role reversal of the empire is actually the good guy and they're like killing all these like people who are fighting for their freedom just because yeah. they need to complete this mission um it felt like a very, it felt very much like an uncharted Convoy Chase, did it you did. also not get that vibe? I'm like, I is did. this? No, just, I definitely got that.
0: Is this Uncharted? <laughs> it was so oh, this much one, like that. This one's called The Believer. Oh, that's right.
1: Boy, that's kind of corny. I, <laughs> I don't, I, I, people like Bill Burr, I do not like his character in this show. Like, I, people like his acting was so amazing in this episode. I'm like, was it? <laughs> it's fine. I thought.
0: Well, I, you know, I, I didn't think it was bad, but I wasn't like, I'm not ready to hand the man an Oscar for that episode. I thought, like, in the second half, when we kind of learned more about his backstory, he got more interesting. It just felt
1: really forced to me. I mean, like, it was an interesting idea, but, like, if you're going to explore these themes, don't do it in an episode. Do it over the length of a season. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, Oh well, why don't you take your helmet off? La la, la. like like okay. I mean they like, I mean again, there's hints of it over the over the show. I get it. But like it felt like it kinda came out of nowhere just for this episode. And again, this for what it was, which was, oh, we need eight episodes, so uh Oh, uh, Moff Gideon's got a tracker thing that they, on his thing that blocks the tracking and you need an Imperial code. So let's get this guy from the last one to do it. So we have a seventh episode before the final episode instead of yeah, like you, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like it wasn't terrible. Um, I f- it was good. I like it was a good episode. I, I think it was yeah. definitely better than it was bad and people like it. Like people have really enjoyed this episode. It's got some pretty good action. Um. I I just I, the, I cannot really stand the dialogue of this show. I just don't think the dialogue of this show is very well written at all. It takes me out of the, every
0: episode. There was like a joke in this episode that I rolled my eyes at really hard. I can't remember what it was. Something that stood out to me. They made a uh my parents pointed out to me that they made an office, office space reference. Yeah, the the whatever TPS reports. Yeah. That's Which the meme
1: is, where it's like that would be great.
0: Yeah, I have seen. I mean, I like Office Space, but that seems really weird. That's like, like, do they have TPS reports in the in the Star Wars universe? Seems odd. Yeah, I don't,
1: I just it feels like it's too sprawling of a story. Like, just just whittle it down to the simplest form. And then use that to explore depth. I just feel like we're covering so many spaces of just like, oh, this we're gonna be on a new planet and a new planet, and another new planet, and we're doing this thing to do this thing, and it's like, it just feels like why are there so many steps between A and B that don't need to be there?
0: I honestly, it, to uh,
1: me, it makes the show feel like a lot of filler.
0: You, I mean, you mentioned you thought it, it kind of the buildup wasn't great for him taking off his helmet. I thought, I think it's pretty good. Honestly, I thought that worked for me pretty well because I think they've been building that subtly and not so subtly uh, throughout the season that that was going to become a big thing. I mean, it's a lot of the season is him kind of setting his priorities straight <laughs> about what he what he needs to take seriously in his life. Um, and it's, I mean, this is kind of ultimately him Realizing that, like the kid is the most important thing to him, more much more so than this creed by this maybe not great Death Watch cult.
1: Yeah, and um. I, again, that's a like I liked that idea. I don't necessarily like how it played out. Oh, in this I thought episode. it was I thought it
0: was good in this episode.
1: Um, yeah. Any other specific points you want to mention? Um. Oh, Boba Fett's armor looks clean. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what? Well, when did you just like give this? A, when did you just completely fix your armor, Boba Fett?
0: <laughs> it looked good. It was jarring. It was jarring, but I was like, damn, that's some <laughs> that's some sexy armor there. Um. Also, I didn't know there was that
1: big wide open space in the Slave One. Did they just create that for this show? Are they going to be like, oh yeah, renovated like the cockpit? It. The the where they were all sitting below the cockpit.
0: Oh, I don't know.
1: I liked how it like stabilized when he was flying. Yeah, you could, like you the could way tell like s- Slave One was like uh, rotating around it, but it was like stabilized within there. Yeah, the, like, that's we, pretty nifty.
0: Yeah, my dad pointed that out when uh when we were watching that because that kind of explains how the Slave One picks up and like takes off and lands because otherwise it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> it's such a weird shit.
1: Um do you think Manda's getting the ship? Do you think they're going to kill Boba Fett?
0: Uh yeah. Honestly, I, I feel mean like I kind of have to. Yeah, like I mean it I might think it maybe it'll be next season. I don't know. I think Boba Fett might be dead this next yeah. episode. I mean Boba Fett's like I like him and if they had if they had announced a spin-off with him, you know, I'm sure it would have been interesting, but the fact that they didn't at like the the Disney dump um makes me think that maybe his storyline will come to an end this this next episode which
1: will fans be mad they're like you gave us these awesome boba fett moments and then you just killed him off i would love (laughs) you know i would love to see boba around for one more season yeah i would too but he might be dead like he's he might be a goner hate to say it Um, um
0: Kara Cara- Cara- and-
1: is, I don't know. She's whatever. Yeah, she well, seems kind of a one-beat character to me.
0: Her and the sniper didn't really do anything.
1: Well, they helped out at the end, but
0: yeah, a little bit. It was kind of whatever.
1: If they're gonna like, if like, if you're gonna have these characters in the show, just make them be in every episode and keep them in the show,
0: and make like, them interesting. If, yeah, like. <laughs>
1: If you're going to have Carl Weathers in the show, have him in the show. Don't have him every four episodes. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Also, Moff Gideon still has hardly been in this season. <laughs> like, heart, like I, we really don't know anything about him. And we uh, uh, he'll be in the
0: last episode a lot. But, I mean, it would have been a lot more interesting had we gotten more with him. I did kind of like Manda sending him the message that's basically just the message that Moff Gideon says in the first season. I thought that was dumb.
1: Oh. <laughs> like the taken. Like, why would you tell someone you're coming for them? <laughs> it's not a very smart thing to do. That's true. You're like, hey, that's I know true. where you are. I'm coming for you. It's like, we, oh, well, get let's ready. Re- Prep. Why don't we just move somewhere <laughs> else? <laughs> just don't move we our just- tracking.
0: <laughs> Push it
1: somewhere else. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was silly. Um, I, I, I'm st- I I've been hard on this episode. I just still think it's like an eight out of ten. Like I said, there's a lot more good in this than
0: I'm making it out to be. I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, this is an eight out of ten for me too. I think solid episode. Not completely filler, but still kind of filler. Yeah, but it not was, unenjoyable it was- filler. It was enjoyable filler.
1: Yeah. yeah. Next week will be a good one, I think. I'd do, okay, predictions. Are they going to get Baby Yoda back? Yes or no? What? Or let's go maybe percentages. Percentage they get Baby Yoda back. Uh, I don't know. You go first. I'll say like 30. I think it's more likely they don't get him back. And it's like more of a cliffhanger for next season.
0: That could be. Uh, I'm gonna go sixty. Yeah, and Boba Fett dying. Also sixty.
1: You think it's more likely than not? I'm going fifty. What about is Boba Fett's? What are they called? Fennec. Her, what's her name? The, the, what? the the lady with Boba Fett.
0: I can't remember what her
1: name is. It's like something Fennec or Fennec or something. Odd, she dies pretty high. I would say 50 again. (laughs) Alright, that's that's the Mandalorian this week. We'll we'll talk about it next week. Yep. On to Mulan.
0: Oh, jeez. We're already over the hour mark, Jimmy.
1: Well, good thing is Mulan's not very good. So we can. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I was going to set this up as Mulan. Is it Nulan or is it Boo
0: It's certainly Boo
1: It is Boo Boy, this movie is worse than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> this is our non spoiler review, but uh, feel free to listen to our spoiler review because,
0: yeah, well, you, I guess, you, should, you just oh, shouldn't if waste you, your time.
1: Well, yeah. And um, if you haven't seen the original Mulan, just go and watch that yeah it's <laughs> like i don't even like particularly like i mean i like the first one i don't love it having recently seen it but watching that and then watching
0: this i'm like oh man the original is way better <laughs> in literally every conceivable way i cannot <laughs> think of one way that this movie is at all improved upon the like improves upon the original i it, <laughs> wow, okay like let me, okay, I'll give a synopsis for anyone who doesn't know what Mulan is about. So, uh, Mulan is this young woman who grows up in an ancient, undisclosed Chinese period. Um, and she, I mean, obviously lots of traditional values back then. She's not allowed to really do what she wants. She's supposed to get married to be a wife, good wife to a husband, and that kind of thing, and but she doesn't want to do that. She's a free spirit. She wants to go off and fight or be her own person at least. And uh, so her, there's a big war happening in China and the emperor's like one man from every family. And there's no man in Mulan's family aside from her dad who is elderly and ha- walks with a cane. And so he's he going to
1: die if he goes off to war. Basically. He's
0: going to die if he goes off to war. And so Mulan's like, you know what? I'm going to dress up like a man and go in his stead.
1: Without uh, him knowing.
0: Sneak without, out. Yeah,
1: without him knowing. Um, and, that's and so she does
0: that. And that's the plot of the movie.
1: Yep. Good job, Holden. <laughs> that's not the plot of this movie, though. This movie is just in an incoherent mess. Oh, my God. I, this this movie—it does like, not even make like if I had not seen the original Mulan before this, I just like it. It seems like it's banking on you already knowing the story in order 100%. to like understand this. Like they do not establish Mulan's character at all. Like she's no. chasing <laughs> at, very minor spoiler. She's chasing after a chicken at the beginning, and they're like Mulan. What the heck are you doing? You bring dishonor to what our are family by r- chasing after a chicken. That everybody scene, okay. in the village is like, mm mm.
0: That scene is hilarious because her dad says the same thing like three different times. And I swear they used the same shot of him like three different times in oh, that I scene. Didn't
1: <laughs> I was going to say the part where she, again, very minor spoilers for the first three minutes of this terrible movie, but she like falls off the top of the village circle and she does insane chi karate whatever chi why is that a thing in this maybe we'll that's part that. of the original maybe that's part of the original legend or whatever but boy does that make this a movie
0: that is terrible <laughs> this okay the one of the biggest flaws of this movie is that the first movie you know i mean mulan's an in, like a somewhat interesting character because you know she is she's just this young woman who wants to you know, she wants to do her own thing, and she wants to go off, and she has the ability to do these things just because she's resourceful and you know has worked hard throughout her life. But in this, she's just you know she has a higher midichlorian count than uh, your average person, <laughs> um, and so she she's like magical. She can you know. <laughs> And she Whenever she does a
1: backflip, everybody's like, man, you are the worst thing that ever happened to the universe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how dare you? How dare you do a backflip? How dare you? How dare you not, not just fall on your.
1: Did. How, do, how dare you not just fall on your neck and die when you fell off the roof? <laughs> <laughs> like, And then they're like, wow, Mulan, you are terrible. I'm like, how does what? Like, first off, that doesn't even tell us anything about her character. No. Other <laughs> than that, she just has so many I'm like <laughs>
0: Oh my god! It, terrible, just awful. Yeah, I, and so I mean, her character—I mean, on its own—is already just boring. I—I I don't. I mean, I don't like the performance. Is very good either. I—I I don't. I don't know the actress's name. I didn't find her particularly uh, gripping. Even with what I she don't was think she
1: had. With. I don't think she had anything to work with. I think she was. I thought the acting was fine in this movie. Actually, I—I I had no. Nothing against the acting; it was the script was
0: just I, off.
1: Yeah, that's true. I guess most. Like, of the how acting, do you how do you take a movie that's already been made and then just make it way like I don't even understand how do you make it way worse?
0: Without <laughs> without talking about the character too much, I thought the witch character was kind of bad. Like the the acting, I thought her acting was kind of bad. <laughs> it wasn't great. I
1: liked the idea of the witch character. If I'm going to be honest. I, thought I liked the cried. idea. Like,
0: we'll talk about it in spoilers. I liked the idea, but I thought the execution was really bad. Yeah, it was. Um, also, this the action of this movie... This movie is shot like a Bollywood movie. It is. You said that to me like the night before I saw the movie, and I... Like, didn't believe or I was like well surely not because I mean I had seen the trailers and the trailers (laughs) looked okay I I I don't remember if I had this on my top 10 of the year it was definitely at least an honorable mention because I thought the trailers like the action at least looked interesting okay but like literally all the cool shots in the trailer are like the only decent parts in the movie and even then some of them in context are like worse (laughs) in the movie (laughs) No, I rewatched the trailer like a week ago. I'm like, man, this looks good. I'm ex- kind of excited to watch
1: the live action Milan, even though people are like, it's all right. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness. Like, I was telling Holden beforehand, I was like, I was expecting a 7 out of 10, and I got a. F- I'm, here's my rating, by the way, 4 out of 10. And I feel yeah. like that's pretty generous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is pretty generous. I'm not sure if I'd give it that high. Um, it is just bad. The music um, is just uninspired they they play that one song from mulan at one instrumental version at one point um and and then they play it twice during the credits we just had the credits going on at my house after we were done we went off and did something else and they literally played the same song twice (laughs) they do i was like this is
1: reflections again because we i said the same thing i watched this with emily
0: (laughs) um so that was kind of dumb But I, going back to the action a little bit, yeah, it's just, it, the editing with the action scenes is, it, it does look like a Bollywood film. It's so quick, it's so absurd, it's so, it's, it's unrealistic, but not in an entertaining way. It's more of just so it's distracting, because, like, I don't know, for, I mean... It, the world does have like fantastical elements since there is a witch and you know Mulan has Chi or whatever but like a lot of I mean a lot of it, it is, is just, silly yeah. it is
1: silly it's silly even for that like if a, it takes itself more seriously than the original Mulan and then its action is sillier <laughs> like that that doesn't make any sense no
0: And you know like you, like uh, it uh, literally
1: it turns into a Bollywood movie like and we're criticizing, like, well, why, why is this happening? Like,
0: there's nothing wrong with that action style, but it completely contrasts with the rest of the, the the tone up to the movie. And we're criticizing some of the fantastical elements, and like the original has probably like has quite a few as well. Because I mean, you have like Mushu the dragon, and like you have like the weird ghosts in the first movie and stuff. But like this movie, I mean, as you said, it takes itself much more seriously, and it presents itself in such a like much more grounded fashion unlike the animated film and so all of these extra elements just stand out as an un- unfitting
1: but none more than her chi powers yeah none
0: more than the chi in powers ridiculous <laughs> just
1: she literally just teleports yeah and they don't even show her doing it
0: like <laughs> michael how did she get there in four seconds yeah are you talking about the? oh i guess we can talk about it in spoilers yeah yeah, we'll talk about that because I, I think I know exactly what part you're talking about because like, I thought the exact same thing.
1: Also, this movie, the I don't know if you want to call it the blocking or it is just you. the way they edit this movie, you have no idea where anything is. That's is true. so bad. Like there will be scenes where the, like, the beginning of the movie is completely disorienting where she's chasing around the chicken and what. Like, you have no idea where things are supposed to be. Cause they, and it's cut so fast. Like, they just make so many unnecessary
0: cuts and try to speed it up. Very well, jarring. Well, and the big battle scenes are that way, too. Kind of like the uh, right before, at, like the second act big battle scene that happens between a couple armies. Like, <laughs> there's, there's like. Mulan just wanders off at one point and is suddenly in like a completely different like biome <laughs> from the rest of where they're at. <laughs> it looks like she doesn't even look like, like on Earth either. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, well, I was gonna say something. Oh yeah, I, going back to like just the disorienting. There's like a scene where they like someone comes in to talk to the emperor and they like bow down and he's like oh hello and he's talking to them and then it cuts away and then he's like 70 feet away and i'm like i thought he was literally at the base of his like throne (laughs) not like literally just in front of the like the entrance like like how and they
0: it's so poorly conveyed the (laughs) the dialogue is also just the most cliche thing like ever every single character says exactly what you think they're going to do they're going to say like everyone's always telling Mulan about how disappointed they are like they are in her and she's always like oh I want to I'm I'm my own person and stuff and the witch is like you're me even though
1: she has not even though she has just zero character in this movie other than I'm a chi wizard
0: also like her whole like crew is also boring
1: I was, gonna, I was about to bring that up. There are no notable side characters in our crew at all. No. Like, you do not get there's that. This, there's, like, relation. the dumb
0: one, I guess. That's, like, the only one I somewhat remember. But I don't even, like, really remember what he looks like. I just remember there is a dumb one.
1: And they changed the names? Like, it's not Li Shang or
0: whatever? It, I don't know. And it's not the Huns. It's someone else. I don't know. You know, in the first movie, I'm not in love with like her crew in the army, but they're a lot more memorable than these guys. <laughs> these guys are so boring. No, no, they're all just like vaguely mean to each other. <laughs> That's like their entire personality. Um, Donnie
1: Yen was all right. His character yeah. is all right. I mean, uh, he was,
0: you know, he was a commander. He was good.
1: Yeah. Uh what was the other thing? They also, like, don't show Mulan struggling ever. mm She's just like, oh, forgot to use my chi. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's good at something. Like, okay, Qi. she just doesn't feel like a person.
0: I can't wait until Shang-Chi comes out in this next year. <laughs> I'm sure it will be better than this movie. Um...
1: In non-spoiler wise, uh, the guy who plays whatever the, the guy's name, the bad guy, what's his name?
0: I, I don't remember. <laughs> I
1: don't, he's fine. He he's okay. Like, I mean, like,
0: I like how the villains are
1: just in all black and you're like, well, these are the villains. <laughs> you
0: would think in real life, like no one would ever just wear all black because it obviously means you're the villain. And just you're look mean.
1: <laughs> There are other things that I thought was terrible about this movie. but I just don't even remember them, honestly. I took a few notes that
0: we can talk about in spoilers. All right. Should we move on to spoilers? Uh, Yeah. I think I'm going to give this movie probably a three and a half. I'll go down to a three. Why not? This movie was bad. (laughs) It is pretty bad. Like, it's... You know, it's not... I think I hate Frozen 2 more, even though I gave it a similar score, just because I think that movie was so much more offensive to me, but, like, this movie is just <laughs> maybe made worse. <laughs> like <laughs> this, like, This movie is worse than Frozen 2, I think. I think so too, but I think th- Wait, I think at least at me- least
1: Frozen Two 2- at least there wasn't a better version of Frozen Two that had already been made.
0: <laughs> this is yeah, that's true. Although I think in my like in my personal opinion, I probably dislike them about the same level. I probably actually I probably enjoyed this just slightly more, just because I was so blown away by how bad Frozen Two was. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I think no, I'm just good.
1: more so. I was, I'm just more surprised at how bad this movie was. Like I thought like, I couldn't believe it took this movie that I was like, I like this movie. It's fine. Like I don't love it. And then it Mm -hmm. made me, (laughs) it literally offended me to the point of how, how did they take something and make (laughs) it this much worse? All they had to do was make like a six out of 10 movie for me to just be like, yeah, that was about where I thought it was. And they could not even come close to that. Gotta hand it to the trailer
0: editors, though. They put, like, the only cool parts of the movie. Did (laughs) a great job.
1: Did a fantastic job. Um, All right, spoilers.
0: Yes. (music) All right, so... Spoilers for uh, Mulan.
1: I think the only thing I have left to say is the the fa- or i've got a couple things okay number 1 i'm i'm peeved that they didn't include the scene where the dad does like the whole sword play thing and then falls down i think that's just such a nice moment from the first one yeah um that just kind of fleshes that out and it's just a cool moment cuz you like you see who this guy was and then it's like age you know deep Um, but then <laughs> the scene where they're on their the famous avalanche scene she just teleports. Half, well, yeah. first off, she teleports teleports to a different biome. Then she comes back in time, and then she she teleports behind the catapult somehow,
0: which was insane. Like it was literally, they show her getting on a horse, and like a second later, they she's just up behind them. I, I'm like, I literally turned my like, I was
1: like, wait how did how did she get back there? What? Also, the avalanche was just like so <laughs> Un- uninteresting. massive well and it was like there's not that much snow on that mountain no (laughs) like i was like there was not that much snow
0: the first movie like the avalanche scene is so famous because like from a visual standpoint it's so cool like the animation that they used for that scene is is very impressive and it's it's just a very aesthetically pleasing and, and exciting scene and in this it's just like it, the, the the yeah the mountains didn't look like they had very much snow on it and then it's just like I don't know and not it's to just, mention
1: there's just like a huge green field that they were fighting at like the avalanche had yeah. to get all the way down to the like it didn't make sense
0: it was and like the avalanche looked so fake too oh.
1: and they also they like nail, they nailed like the, all the people, like, uh, the soldiers in their formations, like trying to block it with their shields. And then they literally overshoot Mulan by a mile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how does that happen? Like, who was that? Like, did they rotate out? And then, a, <laughs> then just like a two-year-old was in charge. Like what happened <laughs> here? <laughs> Also, this movie, like, is it just a compilations a compilation of scenes that happen one after another, and they do not string together at all? There's no momentum. It's just like, oh, this no. happens. Now this happens. Now well, this you know, happens. And I oh, the mentioned- end. Also, the end of this movie, like the, the climactic showdown, looks like the end of a Disney Channel movie.
0: <laughs> it does. I agree. I I, I oh, and I this I have
1: to mention this before I forget. The shot where the sword melts looks like anime it looks like cgi from 2002
0: it did look really bad i noticed that too i uh i met to i forgot to mention this in non-spoilers but this movie is like it's over two hours the original movie is literally like 80 minutes long 80 85 minutes long and i think it's under an hour and a half um and so this movie just adds so much extra like this the scenes where she is like training like, that whole bit of the movie goes on for far too long in this. And, and I felt it,
1: like... it's it, The funny thing is, it's it seemed like less happened. Yeah. I, I I will give this movie one thing. It never dragged for me. It's it true. It never dragged for me. I, it was quick. It was... Oh, like, I was entertained. I'll say that. Like, it was entertainingly, like, goofy and off the walls. And, like, I still had a decent time watching it. Just because I was like, boy, I cannot believe how bad this is. But it's still, but, like, fun to watch. There's some bad it, movies where it's just like, this is boring and it won't end. And this is Godzilla yeah. King of the Monsters. And, <laughs> but, but, <this> but <laughs>
0: I, mean, I mean, even though it is paced well, like, I mean, it's still an over two hour long movie that accomplishes, as you said, less than an 80 minute movie did. So you ultimately wasted your time, <laughs> wasted more time to get less. Yeah,
1: it just it like how did fewer things happen in twenty more minutes with less impact? I don't (laughs) I don't understand how they did it.
0: Incredible.
1: (laughs) Um, it's really an achievement.
0: (laughs) I wanted to mention at the beginning where like the matchmaking scene. Yeah. How dare you how dare you put this cup over
1: this spider, you terrible person. That whole and, scene and then they is get like, mad at, her. then it goes all Spider Man where she's like getting all this stuff, <laughs> and
0: well
1: then she that, drops it and they're like, "How that, did you? How dare you <laughs> drop it? Even though I'm the one who just flipped over this table."
0: That whole scene is like written really weird because like okay before that it's like very awkwardly established that her sister has a fear of spiders. Okay, whatever, but then like <laughs> she's like sitting there and there's just a spider on the table and her sister like kind of notices it and then she's like, Oh God, I have to stop this. My sister's going to freak out. Like, obviously I need to take the time away from this important test that everyone's going to judge me by taking and failing at. And I need to like kill this spider and then she covers it the lady gets mad and then she uncovers the spider and then all of a sudden the sister freaks out even though she had seen the spider before <laughs> and knew the spider was under there and then there's like some really abysmal like shot of the spider flying at the lady and it looked so bad that was like one of the shots that i thought truly looked like a bollywood film that I was like, wow, that just looks bad. It was for some reason like really CG. Everything in the shot was, and it was just bad. Boy, yeah. <laughs> on On the
1: second thought, go watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I cannot like if I would have paid thirty dollars for that, I think there'd be a hole in I'm my so wall for my head being I'm smashed. I'm so glad I didn't it.
0: convince you to do that in September. Incredible
1: incredible Um, that Disney thought they could charge people $30 for this Disney dump
0: (laughs) yeah I really hope like that Ray and the Last Dragon isn't this bad if they're willing to dump that on premium premier access or whatever
1: you should put that on Disney minus put this one on (laughs) Disney minus (laughs) Um,
0: alright
1: I'm done for the sake of not being here forever
0: okay I've got a I think I've got a couple more um I thought it was, okay, first of all, I thought it was really weird how she just, like, the scene where she reveals herself to be female, I thought that scene was really weird, because she's just like, yeah, I'm a woman. Like, a it, lot it, of people...
1: It didn't see. there was no build-up to the, in this, no. I guess.
0: And, it, I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, she, she ultimately decided that for herself, but it was, like, a weird decision that... It didn't seem necessary at the time and it wasn't like anyone had seen her so it was like
1: well, I don't know I'm, I'm glad you said that because I forgot they all said they are over that literally within 60 seconds
0: yeah no series. I that I wrote,
1: whole like them being mad at her lasts for like 60 seconds
0: I will okay so <laughs> they tell her they're like alright if you show your face around here you will be executed or whatever she leaves for a little bit and then comes back and literally, with literally within the span of a sentence, the commander, uh, played by Donnie Yen, went from wanting to execute her to saying, "You will lead us to Imperial City." <laughs> yeah. Not
1: only are you welcome back, just just take over. Yeah. Just cheers. lead lead us it. there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I oh we we hadn't mentioned the witch, um, who I feel like could have been an interesting element if they had given some more of this bloated runtime to her and maybe establishing some sort of connection between her and Mulan because they're trying to like make her an obvious parallel between the two characters but it seems really forced and like not even entirely accurate <laughs> I think it's um, an interesting
1: parallel and in how she's like the only way I can fit in is by helping these people rule so if you want to have live in a society that accepts you. Join them, which I think is a pretty solid argument. Um, we uh, when
0: I watched it with both my with both my mom and my dad, and we pointed out, we we noticed during the movie that uh, the witch has the exact same redemption arc as as Darth Vader. <laughs> it's like beat for beat the same thing, pretty much.
1: Also, like. How can Mulan not just dodge that arrow with her Chi energy?
0: Yeah. Like, the witch didn't need to die. <laughs> no. <laughs> I I hated that whole, like, her chasing the witch over the rooftops that was supposed to be like, oh, remember when she chased the chicken? That was so dumb.
1: Call it was dumb. It. And it was also, how are you going to catch up to a
0: bird? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> That's what I wanted to know. Like, you're not going to catch
0: up to a bird. Uh, the last thing I had in my notes was during the, the final fight when they push the bad guy off the building and he falls the shot where he picks up the bow and shoots it I laughed I thought that was really like the way they shot it he just like <laughs> he looks dead and then he quickly reaches over grabs the bow and shoots it <laughs> it was really funny
1: it was oh man that whole final confrontation so bad
0: it's like I mean, they were trying to make it more exciting than the fir- the original, but like the original was already pretty exciting because they had like the backdrop of like like this big Chinese city at night and like fireworks. Yeah, that's and that's another stuff thing. Like that. Why was this in the daytime? It made I it so know. much less interesting. They could have hit a lot of the horrible CG if they had just put it at night. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is true. Oh man, this was.
0: Oh, just so bad. Yeah. Um, don't watch it unless you really want to Don't just... watch it alone. Watch it with some yeah, friends. Yeah, watch it with make some fun friends. of how bad watch it is. Watch it drunk. We'll endorse drinking on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, Alden, what are you doing?
0: What are you doing?
1: What are you doing? No. What are you doing? What are you doing? No. What are you doing? What are you doing?
0: Um. Well, I did watch much better things this week than Mulan. uh, I did too. Thank goodness. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, a couple days ago, I watched a couple movies with my mom. Um, because she was home from work for the day, and so we just watched a couple movies.
1: Holden's a big mama's
0: boy. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I watched uh, the original Night of the Living Dead, which, very good, honestly. Have you, have you seen that, Basically Jimmy? invented zombies, right? Well, uh, I mean, so they never used the word zombie in the movie, and apparently uh, George Romero, the director, never considered them zombies <laughs>
1: like, oh, sorry. when he was making touchy it. Oh, sorry, touchy
0: subject, I guess. Well, no, I mean, I think First, he's okay with it people. now. For I people, I think he's like,
1: like I'm sure there's purists out there. I was like, well, they're
0: not actually zombies. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Well, I, mean, I I think I mean he did create, I think the concepts or uh, like a lot of the modern concepts of zombies. I mean, it's not like a disease kind of zombie like is really popular right now, but it is like literally as the title says, Living Dead. Um, very influential, very cool. I was kind of surprised how. Yeah, I think it holds. I don't think it's scary. I mean, I don't like a lot of older movies. I don't think it's particularly scary, but I think it's very entertaining, very brisk, very cool. Got some interesting social commentary towards the end. Um, that I don't think is even forced. I think it's, I, I, I saw kind of where it was going, but I thought it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'd recommend it. Um, the, the only good person's
1: a dead person, am I
0: right? <laughs> the other movie i watched with her was best in show have you seen this i've heard of this what's this about it's a comedy from like 2000 um and it's directed by christopher guest and he is this director who made like several films around this time that kind of have a very similar cast of like comedy actors in it um Probably two of the most notable, especially right now with Schitt's Creek just having been a thing, uh, is Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy, who they play the lead couple in Schitt's Creek. But they are, they've are they kind of been in these films together since uh, around this time. And they actually play a couple in this movie, too. But it's it's all this, like, mockumentary. It's kind of a mockumentary, but I don't think it's ever explicitly said that it is, like, they're filming a documentary. But it's kind of presented in that style. Um of this dog show, it's following a bunch of different people with their dogs uh, going to this dog show. Very different characters, um, and they're all very funny. It's a really good character comedy, honestly, because everyone is very unique, has some good moments in it. Um, what's his? I'm trying to remember what his name. Um, certain actor in this. Just a second, I'm looking. Oh, Fred Willard, uh, who recently just passed away. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, he plays this, like, commentator at the, uh, dog show and kind of does all this commentary on it, and he, I, I think it's all improv, but it is very funny. It's like, I, you know, I mean, I think that's kind of been done to death at this point, kind of, like, improv commentary bits in, like, comedy movies, but I think this is probably the best I've seen it. Um, I highly recommend it, though. Very good comedy. Um... I also watched uh, An American in Paris, Jimmy. How was that? Uh, It was really, I mean, it was pretty good. I thought, I mean, the ending is like the part that everyone knows and is like the reason I watched it because it did, I can see the influence that it had on the ending of La La Land. And more than just the visual style, I felt like thematically and like just story-wise, the way it fit in was very similar to how it fitted in La La Land. I mean, it doesn't end the same way La La Land does. Um, it's maybe a bit happier than the ending of La La Land without getting into it too much. Um, but I that ending sequence is just incredible. I, w- apparently, it costs like 500000 to make that entire like last 11-minute sequence, which especially back in the 50s, 51 when that was made, it's just like a whole heck of a ton of money for just that short amount of time in a movie. Um, But choreography in that is incredible. The sets are great. And the rest of the movie is pretty good, too. I just think it really, that last, like, 11 minutes is really what sets it apart from everything else. Um, Then I also watched the Westworld movie um, that the TV show is based off of from the 70s. I can't imagine that was very good. It was okay. I mean, it (laughs) was... (laughs) I mean, the the problem with it, I'm sure it was, like, good at the time, and it's got, like, a decent... It had a de- decent following for a while. It's directed by Michael Crichton, the writer of, you know, Jurassic Park and all those good things. Um, but it's just... It lacks any of the depth that the show has. And I was, like you know, I mean, I didn't expect it to go super deep, because, I mean, it is a movie from the 70s that, I mean, this weird science fiction movie from the 70s, but it, it like, absolutely has no depth to it, like, it does not explore any of the interesting themes, even on a surface level, that the show presents. Um, the exciting part of the movie, like, when the robot like when the robots turn evil, isn't even until like the last 30 minutes, like the rest of it is just all set up and establishing like the West world and all that. I mean, it's good for the time, but that's about all I can say. I mostly just watched it for context of the show, but the show is way better in almost every way. I uh, rewatched Ratatouille, which is still great. Still, maybe one of the best. Well, it is one of the best. Pixar movies, probably right behind Incredibles for me. Um, I watched Constantine, which I had talked about in the news a couple weeks ago, the Keanu Reeves DC movie from like 2005, which <laughs> I didn't realize this came out the same year as Batman Begins, which wasn't a good start. <laughs> like, you're, you're being <laughs> overshadowed by Batman Begins. Um, it was all right though honestly i kind of have this i've gained this slight love for these early 2000s like superhero movies not like the bad ones like ben affleck's daredevil but just the weird ones that try a lot of different things because like this is very unique and if they were to make a constantine movie now like it would not be made this way it's so i don't know it's so religious and so like I don't know. It, I mean, it's a DC property. They would not tackle anything that they tried to in this movie um, now. But it's okay. I thought it was decent watch. But Keanu DC Reeves just from... tackled all of society and Joker. They did. You're right. Also, it has Shia LaBeouf in it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Peak it was, Shia LaBeouf. It was pre-Transformers Shia LaBeouf, and I didn't know he was going to be in it. It also has like Tilda Swinton and... Like some other notable people that I was like, wow, what are you doing in this movie?
1: Did She's just hot off come being the White Witch.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, beyond that, TV shows, I've started the new season of Big Mouth, which is still funny and raunchy. If you like the, the humor Big Mouth provides. I watched... Oh, the big thing, though, I watched Queen's Gambit. Oh, how was it? It was really really good <laughs> so i is it I, I do it.
1: you think it's something that is well i i would i don't know maybe i'll watch it with emily um what do you is mean there, is it a thing i was gonna say is it something i could watch on the treadmill like that was my big reservation with it was like is this just kind of oh. sounds slow is it slow or is it pretty quick?
0: i mean it's i i wouldn't say it, it doesn't feel slow I, I wouldn't say like it's there's no point in it that's really uninteresting it's um, I mean I, there are slower scenes I guess but it all is very purposeful and full of exposition or growth where necessary I don't think there's really any wasted time in it though all Right, that's good yeah no Not, I there's I nothing
1: thought, nothing wrong with like a slower burn it's just like I probably yeah. wouldn't watch it on the treadmill
0: yeah I that's don't bad. think it's really a slow burn honestly I was pretty gripped for the whole thing um it's I watched it all in just under 20 or just over 24 hours like I started it one night watched the first (laughs) episode well the next day I like I I I mentioned last week that I had a pup we got a puppy and so this whole week has been me just staying home and like taking care of the puppy because everyone else is off at work or likes or at school or something and so I'm kind of in charge of the puppy who isn't fully potty trained and you know, needs to be fed and stuff. And neither are you. So that really works out. You're yeah, really it works learning out. It together. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so I mean, I'm just sitting at home not really doing anything. So like that one day after I started Queen's Gambit, I pretty much binged the whole thing. And it was. I was super into it. I think you would enjoy it, Jimmy. Even if you're not a big chess guy. I don't know what your th- thoughts on chess are.
1: Oh, I like myself some castles. Hmm? Nice. I'm not, I'm not a person. To call. I call them rooks. <laughs> um what do they say what do they say in king's Ga- in king's Ga- queen's gambit do they say castles or do they say rooks? i think they
0: call them rooks hmm. interesting <laughs> <laughs> um and as far as games i played the last control dlc which sets up some interesting things for i don't know if it'll be a sequel to that or a sequel to alan wake but I'm intrigued to see where it goes in a f- in the future um I beat that in the entirety of one night I say I've like played it for like three hours and then beat it um yeah really I guess that's it sorry that was a really long bit I, I like right. I've just I'm on break now so I <laughs> don't have a lot to do okay what about you
1: Jimmy uh, so first uh kind of Cascade maybe by interesting things, start with the least interesting. I finished the HBO, CNN movies through the decades show. Uh, their 2000s episode was probably the worst one, I thought. I thought, really? Like, re- <laughs> like these are the movies they picked. All right. Um, they also kind of clumped in the 2010s with it, but they didn't at the same time.
0: Yeah, I remember you saying that last week. They were
1: apparently doing that. It was a little weird. I, it was all right. Um, they talked about some movies longer than other movies that I thought were maybe probably more worth talking about. Um but yeah, it was overall I enjoyed it. It just good it's good like good to watch if you're interested in the history of movies um from an American perspective at least. I mean, if you if you're one of those people you're like I really don't know anything about movies before like I was alive, you know, or or at mm. least the 30s through the 50s, that period, yeah, or yeah. the 60s. Like, it's just something to kind of educate you of. Oh, this is puts that, or or if you have seen some of those some of those movies, it puts it into a context of what this means and all that, which is nice. Um, otherwise, uh, yesterday I watched <laughs> partly on the treadmill. Which this as I got like four minutes into this movie, I was like, this is not a treadmill movie, but it went all right. Um, I watched uh, "There Will Be Blood." <laughs> <laughs> had you not With, seen that before? Uh, no, I had not seen it. Oh, okay. With Daniel Day-Lewis and Paul Dano, which was definitely not a treadmill movie—a very no. slow burn. <laughs> um, except, uh, other than the oil, which was a very fast burn. <laughs> um, it's good. I liked it a lot. It's very well done. Um, very good soundtrack. My goodness.
0: Yeah, I remember excellent,
1: that. Excellent. Excellent score. Who
0: di- who did the score for it, do you know? I
1: it was a name I did not recognize.
0: I'll pull it up. I don't remember.
1: And then uh, finally today on the treadmill, I watch since I haven't been like I haven't started my next show really yet. I haven't so I've been just kind of watching random things on the weekends when I've been running on the treadmill, but today I watched the documentary uh, on Netflix My Octopus Teacher. Have you seen oh, this how one? How was that? The Well, the only reason I watched it was because I listened to the podcast Ear Biscuits. And they they were doing an episode kind of based on this. This was from a couple weeks ago. And they're like, well, you if you want to avoid spoilers, we really like this show. So go watch it and then come back and listen to it. And I had kind of run out of podcasts to listen to. So I was like, oh, I'll watch this so I can listen to the rest of that podcast. And it's like an hour and 25 minutes. And I need something to watch anyway. It was really good. I, like, <laughs> very interesting. It's just about this guy who kind of goes through a midlife crisis, like a documentary filmmaker who kind of wants to get, grew up kind of in touch with nature and kind of want to get more kind of back in touch with nature. And he sure kind of forms this relationship with this wild octopus. And it is an emotional journey that is very interesting, somewhat weird. I would maybe say it <laughs> kind of brings up a lot of like interesting questions of like, what would I do in this situation? Um, uh, but I, I 100% recommend it. If you have a Netflix account, I think it's a, a really good movie to watch and just, a kind of like a very human movie even though it's about an animal. I see what I did there. Huh? But it's <laughs> kind of like how what this guy learned from his relationship with this octopus, like and how it made him a better person. So, it's just kind of like, you know, it's like the it's like uh, the Mr. Rogers movies. They just kind of make you feel better even even if they're not like happy the whole time. They just kind of make you feel more in touch with your emotions and feel more human. So, yeah, I would
0: highly recommend it if you
1: just have an hour and 25
0: minutes. Oh, and uh, the composer was Johnny Greenwood, who is the lead guitarist of Radiohead. Oh, Um, and he apparently has done the soundtrack for every Paul Thomas Anderson movie since There Will Be Blood. So
1: Hmm. interesting. Um, Otherwise, I think that covers my bases here, Holden, and you can
0: take us home. Okay. Okay uh well i guess so for next week um ma we've got yeah ma Rainey's uh black bottom which <laughs> apologies for anyone coming to this episode expecting that we i was last week fully certain that that was the episode this week and then like as soon as we got done recording i was looking up stuff about it and it actually came out this next week oh bumped the mic I'm sure that was fun um but yeah uh so we'll be doing that this week. We also, and Jimmy, maybe we can talk about this later. Uh, we had the request to watch Happiest Season for the podcast, and I was thinking maybe we should do that this week too since this is the episode before Christmas, and that's a Christmas movie.
1: Um, that might be a little crowded with Ma Rainey's and the last episode of The Mandalorian. Okay.
0: Well, but maybe we could just do it for the episode after Christmas. We can do it for the episode after Christmas okay it's freaking Um,
1: christmas all year that's what you know 2021 should just be declared christmas for the entire year yeah even if it should you know whatever or 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 hanukkah or what all december holidays all year or all your favorite holidays
0: i expect santa will bring me presents every day i do too um and then beyond that uh have we gotten any new requests jimmy uh, not that I've seen, but uh, we're, we have a
1: little bit of a queue for requests, I guess, don't we? Or right, I don't know. Well, I will say though, before I forget, we did cross the five thousand listen threshold just today, so congratulations, what? us! This is our eighty-first nice, episode. Thank you for sticking around, if you have. Um, thank you. If you want to
0: help out the podcast, refer us to a friend, or leave a five-star review. You know. Um. Um. And then I did want to mention. Uh, I know my brother sent in a request that I don't think we ever mentioned and I don't know if you got it and just we forgot to mention it but he was mad last week that we didn't mention it Uh, he wants us to watch Monster Hunter
1: (laughs) oh yeah I'm like that movie
0: hasn't come out yet yeah no I think he's, he's just wanting us to watch it when it comes out
1: which is your birthday or something
0: yeah actually it's coming out this week now but we can just wait and watch it like for my birthday yeah no, I don't think we have any new requests this week. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, we got several new things coming coming your way. In two weeks, we got Wonder Woman, which will be exciting. I'm seeing it in theaters. Oh, you are? Yep. Who are who are you going with, Emily? Yep. Cool. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, so then uh, you can send in requests by leaving us a five-star review on itunes if you haven't done so already or you can send us an email at top at gmail.com or you can donate to our patreon that's another option and just say which movie you want to request and you can do any movie that we haven't done for the podcast already so no more shrek 2 requests although we that is a them. banger of a movie it was a banger of a movie um and yeah you can follow us on facebook um i'm thinking about getting an instagram going soon just because i have like a dormant instagram page that i haven't used in a long time so maybe i'll just convert it into one for the podcast um so yeah that might be happening at some point soon um but i think that's it
1: all right let's call it an episode holden adios adios pantalones
0: Love you.